0: Lord. This is the day that the Lord has made and let us rejoice and be glad in it. Well, this is another day that the Holy Spirit has given us the opportunity to live for God, the opportunity to be a witness for God, the opportunity to do things that are pleasing in the sight of God. Well, let's go to the throne of grace in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you once again for giving us the privilege and the opportunity to come before the throne of grace and receive your mercy and grace to help us in a time of need. And Lord, we thank you, almighty God, that you declare that mercy and goodness shall follow us all the days of our life. And Lord, we are blessed people. We house around the spirit of God. The spirit of God can never be defeated. Even though we might live a defeated life in the flesh, but the spirit can never be defeated. And God, we thank you, because nothing can defeat the spirit that dwell in us. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. We thank God once again that the Holy Spirit that dwell in us can never be defeated. Even though our mind determine the victory and defeat life that we live. Even though we uh, allow our flesh and blood to live a defeated life in some occasion of our life. But the Spirit is never defeated. The spirit can never be defeated. Why, Sister Swinney? Because the spirit is God that dwells in us. God can never be defeated. And we are born off the spirit of God. We can never be defeated, yet we can be defeated in flesh and blood with what we think. But our spirit is never, never defeated. We're teaching on the spirit of righteousness. The spirit of righteousness. The Bible said, "For what the law could not do, and that it was weak in the flesh, God sending His only, we got His only Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin He destroyed the power and the control over sin in our life." Now the Bible tells us again the, the main purpose: what God dis- destroyed the control of the power of the sin in our life, so that we. They live unto righteousness 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 is a, a spirit the spirit of righteousness is manifested through flesh it's a spirit righteousness is not flesh and blood righteousness manifests itself through flesh and blood it's not flesh and blood it's a spirit because God is a spirit his word of spirit in their life so the devil is a spirit his evil spirits are spirits, but both operate through the flesh and blood. God's spirit operates through flesh and blood, the devil's spirit operates through flesh and blood. That's why the Bible says there's a warfare going on in Galatians. That the spirit of the flesh, that working in the flesh, and the spirit that dwelling in us in the Holy if we, our mind, not set to live holy, there's always a struggle between the two. And that's another teaching. Uh, Righteousness, again, is not flesh and blood. Righteousness is a spirit that manifests itself in through flesh and blood. Romans 8 and verse four and five says, God sent his his son, this verse three, God sent his son in the likeness of sinful flesh to do what the law of the flesh could not do. And again, we said last week that the law of the flesh could only lock up sin action, but the law of the flesh could not control sin because sin is a spirit. The law of the flesh could not condemn sin in the flesh. Sin power over the the flesh or or sin control over flesh could not be stopped it was impossible for a human being to walk free from sin because the law could not could not destroy or uh, the control of sin over a person's life it could only deal with the action of sin and god sent his only son to deal with sin not sin action when god dealt with sin then he dealt with sin action but he first had to deal with sin that's the root of the problem was sin as a spirit, and it had to be another spirit to order to deal with the spirit of sin. Flesh and blood could not do it. The Bible declared that flesh and blood tried to do it, but it was so weak it could not do it. It was, it was weak in the flesh, and it could not do it. So God had to send his only god begotten son, and it called the spirit of life to deal with the spirit of the law of flesh. The power of the Holy Spirit, through Christ Jesus, through Christ Jesus, condemn sin power in the flesh. That's what I said last week. We can stop sinning. You don't have to sin. There is not a sinful spirit in the world that can make you sin. You sin because you love sinning. You do things displeasing pleasing to God because you choose to. But according to the word of God, the Bible declares in last week, that whatsoever is born of God can overcome any situation, any problem, any circumstance, because it's not my power. It's the greater one that dwells in us. Verse four revealed why God sent his son to condemn the power of sin in the flesh. Sin have no more dominion over flesh and blood. Verse four says that God went through all sending His only begotten Son down to the to generation to redeem us. Redeem us from the control and the power. When I say sin, that's across the board of situations, circumstances, uh, when they will arise before Jesus Christ came to deliver us, to give us power over these situations, we was helpless. We was completely helpless but now we are not helpless it's the choice is what we think is how we act and what we respond to death and life is in the power of your tongue is what we speak finally my brother when you think on these things what we think be renewed in the spirit of the mind An unrenewed mind will always think fleshly thoughts and the flesh will continue controlling The unrenewed mind, and all the time you have the Spirit of God dwelling in you, the power of God dwelling in you, God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit dwelling in your spirit to control your flesh. Flesh and blood will always be flesh and blood, but the Spirit of God that dwells in us have power to control flesh and blood. keep flesh and blood. The Bible said if you walk in the Spirit of God you will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. It's the Spirit, not flesh and blood. It's the Spirit. The Bible says that the righteousness, verse 4 again, that the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in the believer's spirit. The spirit of righteousness. It's manifested through flesh and blood. You want to see the spirit of righteousness? You'll see it in a person that's living righteous. You'll see it in a person that have sold out for Jesus Christ. You'll see it in a person that really, for real, for real, have laid down their, denied themselves, and have laid down their life, and picked up the cross of righteousness to follow Jesus. You will see it. You want to see righteousness, you listen to a person's conversation. Righteousness. You don't have to be speaking the word of God, but righteousness will be in the conversation. That the righteousness, because righteousness is of spirit. And the only way that you and I can see this spirit of righteousness, it has to, to be manifested through a through flesh and blood. God will never change us from being human. That's why you can sin at any time if you're not crucified in Christ. God will never take, pluck your eyes out to stop you from seeing ungodly things. God will never change your emotion, your feeling. They can never be changed. That's part of your natural man makeup. I don't know why a lot of people say, "Well, you show emotion, and well, that means that I'm being human. That's how I was created to have emotion." Okay, so God will never change that because He's given us five senses that we can think it for the natural man. But when it comes down to the spirit man, the spirit man always overrules flesh and blood because flesh and blood cannot control the spirit. The spirit can control flesh and blood, but flesh and blood cannot control the spirit. That's why the Bible said that He He broke the power, the change of this law of sin and death. So that the righteous, so that a righteousness, the spirit of righteousness might be fulfilled in us, in us, fulfilled in us, in us. And it says, Who walk not after the flesh? I can't, we cannot walk after the flesh and the righteousness of God be fulfilled in us. As we continue walking in the flesh, we are not perfect people, but we striving for perfection. We walk and we live, and Paul said we die daily. It's a daily dying to yourself. It's a daily hunger and thirsting after righteousness. The Bible said, the man that hunger and thirst after righteousness it shall be filled. He said, blessed is the one that hunger and thirst after righteousness you shall be filled. So we are not hungering and thirsting after righteousness and, and we thirsting after the flesh and the things of the flesh. We'll never, ever, never be fulfilled. We'll never be filled with righteousness. The righteousness of the Spirit of God will never be fulfilled in our spirit. We will live a loose life. We will always live close to the world and close to the church, close to the world and close to the church. Never making a full commitment to live righteous, to live holy, to separate yourself, to the the use of God, to, to live, a life that is well pleasing to God, not live a displeasing life to God. Some of our lives are so displeasing to God, the way we live, the way we act, the way we treat each other, and what we watch on TV is very displeasing to God. And the Bible says, I know the pastor's always said this, it's a word he always used scripture really, He said, uh, we know that we receive the things that we ask God for because this is the confidence that we have because we do those things. We do those things that are pleasing to God. What is pleasing to you? That, that's when you hunger for righteousness. You, you seek to please God. You seek to please nothing but God. God, I, I lay my life out before you. I have no life. I I decided to deny myself. And I, I, when I picked up my cross, I made up my mind. I'm going to follow you, God. I'm not going to fall after the flesh. Yes, I have flesh and blood. Yes, my flesh have different ideas, want to do things contrary to your word. But my spirit in me, the righteousness of God in me, overrule my flesh every time. That's why the Bible said if you be led by the spirit of righteousness, you will never fulfill the lust of the flesh because when you seek after God, when you desire to seek after God, when you thirst to seek after God, when you thirst for righteousness, God said I will fail you because I will lead you, the Holy Spirit will lead us and teach us the way to righteousness. The Bible said that, that the righteousness of the law might be filled in us, might be filling those that walk not after the flesh, I mean might be filling those that do not walk after the flesh, but the person that walk after the flesh will never be fulfilled in righteousness. But the one that walk after the spirit of righteousness. You're walking after the spirit of righteousness. I, I'm not walking after, after uh, God know my heart and God understand. I'm not walking after God understand. I'm walking after the righteousness of God. I'm not walking at God, know we just human. I, that's so crazy. Did he make us? Do you think God forgot what he made? He made, he created us. But he's created us in his image. But we have a body, flesh, and blood to live in on earth. But all those excuses that we make for ourselves not to follow after righteousness. And the Bible said only reason why I sent my son to redeem you from the curse of the law to redeem you from the law of sin so that I can manifest my righteousness to you. But my righteousness can only be manifested in the one who walks after the spirit and not after the flesh. You know, I believe at times, and I guess we all are guilty of this, that we walk in the flesh, we walk in the spirit. We walk in the flesh, cuss bubba (laughs) out. And we walk in the spirit. Ask God to forgive us. We walk in the flesh. Criticize someone. We get back in the spirit. I would think it's we back and forth. We back and forth. But it's time that we walk. We walk. We walk in us in the righteousness of God. We walk in the spirit of righteousness. We walk after the spirit. I'm not walking. I walked after the flesh and blood long enough, and it brought me nothing but heartaches. It bought me nothing but defeat. It brought me nothing but disappointment. It bought me nothing but hurt. It brought me nothing but difficulty. I walked out of the flesh. I tried the flesh. The flesh is not a good master. The flesh is a slave. It make a slave out of you. It slaves your mind night and day. It fill your mind with fear. I walked out of the flesh. I lived out of the flesh. But now there's a new walk. Thank God He given us a new walk. I walk out of spirit of god walk out the righteousness of god i can have a peace of mind because i walk out the righteousness therefore i have his peace i walk out the righteousness therefore i have his security i'm not, i don't wonder whether i'm secure or not i know it see you know things when you walk out the righteousness it's not a guessing it's no longer i'm feeling it i know it in my spirit i know it in my spirit that i am the righteousness of god why do you know it i follow and i I might miss it, but I'm missing on purpose. My goal is to seek after the righteousness of God. Like Paul was saying in the book of Philippians. He said, you know what? I have walked after the flesh, and I kill many Christians, but I decide to walk after the spirit of righteousness. He said that because of that, I'm forgetting all what I've done. I'm forgetting all the things that lies behind me, and this I will do. I'm seeking and I'm pressing to the mark of the high calling of God righteousness which is in Christ Jesus. I'm moving forward with my life. I'm not backing up anymore. I'm moving forward because I know that God has created in me a conquering spirit. God has created in me to overcome anything. So I'm not going to let that wall stop me. If that wall, there, I'm going through this wall because I know I can. I know by faith in what God has done. I can go through that wall. When I get through that wall, it's going to have to open up because I know who I, who living me and I know the power that I possess. Well, I'm not backing up, the church shouldn't back up. We should stand up in our God-given image because God give great glory and heaven rejoice when one of us stand up in what God sent his son to do for the church. Stand up in your God-given image in the name of Jesus. But only a person that follow after the spirit and not after the flesh can stand up. If you're not falling after the spirit and falling after the flesh, you will cave in every time. But you can even fall after the spirit, but you might get knocked down. But one thing for sure, you'll get back up immediately. You'll get back up and you'll correct yourself to your God, Him, and Him again. You will not stay down. You cannot stay down when you're falling after righteousness and you have to make a mistake. The Bible said if you just make a mistake, guess what? God is faithful and just to forgive you of your mistake. And not only that, he will not stop that. He will cleanse you. In the blood of Jesus Christ will cleanse you from all unrighteousness. And you get back on track, falling after God in the name of Jesus Christ. But if you only just walk out of the flesh only, and then only walk out of the faith, you have a, a life that you spend always repenting, always repenting, always repenting, usually for the same thing over and over and over again. It's time that the church walk on to holiness, live on to righteousness, because repent repent and repent, there's going to have to come a time when, yeah, you're going to probably always repent, but not for the same thing over and over. And I was telling someone, I guess about a month ago, until the Spirit of God deliver your flesh, you only have a temporary deliver. There's not a person standing in nobody pulpit. pit, there's not a book that you can ever read to be delivered. We tried all those things. Only the Holy Spirit that God sent to teach us, to lead us, can teach you how to be delivered, to teach you how to stay delivered. God had never said that a human being can teach us anything, but he said the Holy Spirit teaches all. So I'm not Teaching you, it's the Holy Spirit teaching you. Until the Spirit of the Word delivers you, you would only have a temporary deliver. And after four or five years, people start backsliding, start partying, start drinking because you was never delivering in the Spirit. Your flesh got a deliver, and your flesh could only hold out for five or ten years. And you, when you go back, that's what God said, just like a dog turning to his own vomit. When you go back out into the world, you know what happened. Your spirit has never got completely delivered to hold your flesh and blood. It was just a high. Sometimes we've been on a high for 10 or 20 years, and you found people backsliding out of the church. That's because you was never delivered by your spirit. It was just in your fleshly mind, because... Once the Spirit delivered your spirit from a certain thing, you would never have a desire to even go back to it again. You're free, just like eternal life. Whatever God delivered us from, is eternal. Why would God deliver me from something? He said, Dr. Ben, is only gonna hold you for 10 years. And after 10 years, um, you're gonna go back. No. Whom the son of man set free is what, church? Free indeed free? free? Indeed. How long? Indeed, 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 forever. You was never free. You were never set free by the Spirit of God. you were set free by you, how you felt and your excitement. That was good, but you never ever came down to earth to grow in Christ. And now that it's time for you to grow, you don't understand what's going on. You're going back to your same old ways. But the Spirit, I've learned this, I've learned this, I have some more teaching on it to come up. But until the Spirit of God delivers your spirit, you will never be able to keep your flesh under control. Because it's the Spirit of God that dwells in us that keep the flesh under control. It's not flesh and blood. We have such a strong mind, we can hold flesh and blood for a season. But then you go back, back to the same old thing that God delivered you from. That means you never got delivered from it. You only had a temporary deliver in your mind, but not in your spirit. Amen. It's a big difference. And there's a lot of teaching on that, and I will be teaching about that as well. He said, but after the spirit. He said, those after the spirit who walk after righteousness, God said, they shall be full, they shall be filled. The righteousness of the Lord shall be fulfilled in them. To walk after the spirit of righteousness means to walk and live by the spirit of righteousness. Again, (coughs) righteousness is not flesh and blood. Righteousness is a spirit that manifests itself through flesh and blood. Sin is not flesh and blood. Sin is a spirit that manifests itself through flesh and blood. I just want you to keep this straight. Spirit. We are spiritual beings. The Bible says we have a soul, body, and spirit. Our spirit lives in the body. Our soul is our intellectual mind. That's when a person die, we just put the shell, the house that they used to live in, but the spirit is with God. So we are spirit. That's why Paul said, I pray that your whole spirit, soul and body be sanctified because you are a spirit. Spirit again, thank God, can never be defeated. The church can never be defeated because we house around The spirit of God and the spirit of God dwelling in us can never be defeated. Yet the flesh can be defeated. Yet the flesh can go through difficult circumstances like I said earlier. But your spirit is never defeated. Your spirit is always, always have overcoming power because that's your birth. You was born to overcome because you're born of God. And God declared that whosoever, whatsoever is born of God to overcome the world. So that means that my spirit can always overcome problems, can never be defeated. He said to walk, to walk in righteousness, means to walk and live by the spirit of righteousness. What do you mean live by the spirit of righteousness? Because righteousness is the spirit. That means that the Holy Spirit will teach me and guide me and show me the way to righteousness or so when I walk out of the will of God the spirit of righteousness will put a check on my spirit when I uh, when I act out of the will of God the spirit because I'm walking by the spirit I'm not being led by the spirit of my or spirit of my flesh I'm being led by the spirit of righteousness so righteousness is leading me and I'm just walking following righteousness Now when I want to get off on another path and decide to follow flesh and blood by my spirit seeking and thirsting after righteousness, righteousness will stop and say, okay, you dabbing these flesh and blood, it's gonna lead you to destruction. Because at the end of all flesh and blood action lies destruction. I know this. I know this and I believe this because I've been there. So immediately, I get back on the pace of following the Spirit of Righteousness. And if I happen to fall and dabble, sin against God, the Spirit of Righteousness said, okay, now you need to go before the blood of Jesus. And if you confess your sin before the blood of Jesus Christ, he have that set up for you, not for you to practice sin to run to him every 10 or 15 minutes, but as you have to say, I have to up that you go to Jesus. He is faithful and just to forgive you. He's not going to knock you out. He's not going to jump down your throat. He's not going to call you no name. He said, just come to him. He's a loving. and he's a faithful God. He's given you an invitation to come to him. Because he wants you to continue walking after righteousness. He said, when you confess your sin, God is faithful and just to forgive you. He said, not only will he just forgive you, now, he said, you need the blood of Jesus applied to your life to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. He said, that spirit has been tripping you up, been tripping you up. Now, the blood of Jesus Christ is going to cleanse that spirit from your emotions so you can continue walking in righteousness. That's why the Bible said he's so faithful. He is so just to forgive us the minute and the second that we mess up. See, when you've fallen out of righteousness, the minute and a second that you mess up, you don't wait a whole week to repent. You don't wait till you think about it So, say, oh, you know, I know I messed up. No, immediately the righteous spirit of God will put a check on your spirit that you messed up. You said the wrong thing out of your mind. You need to go back and repent. Immediately it put a check on you. It's like the spirit of holiness. They all work together. When the minute that you walk out of the will of God, the spirit put a check on you when you falling after the spirit and you're not falling after flesh and blood you're walking after the spirit you're walking out though you might mess up but you're still walking after the spirit you're still walking after the spirit yeah David messed up but God said this is a man after my own heart Lord look what David done he said but David's spirit was right toward me he yielded to flesh and blood But his spirit, I looked at his spirit, this is a main spirit is after me. I'm not his flesh and blood, but not after me. Yes, his flesh and blood messed up. But the main spirit, the main spirit loved me. The main spirit desired me above everything else. The main spirit lived to please me. Yes, he messed up. And I will forgive him because I'm looking at his spirit. His spirit is righteous. His spirit is aimed to please me over everything else. His spirit says, Lord, who am I besides you? Who am I in heaven besides you? My God, nobody in heaven but you, God, that I desire. His spirit, his spirit. You can read the book of Psalms. You can see that he had to have an experience in the spirit to write so many good things about God. his spirit follow and seek after God he said to walk denying ungodliness when you fallen by the Spirit of God you walk denying ungodliness you walk in a desire to follow him you walk knowing that whatever happened to you God is with you whatever wall you get yourself to put hands up, your back head to put God is on that wall with you. And you're sure to come out as a winner. Mm. Oh, Second Corinthians number 5.21 says, For he, that he, God, made him to be sin for us, for us, not for an angel, not for heaven, but for us, who knew no sin, that we, might be made what the righteousness of God in him. He made us, he made his son Jesus Christ. He wanted us to be free from the slave market of sin that slaved us and we paid for sin action and could never get free of it. We were back into it another month, another day. But God, in his loving way, sent someone to help us for that we can be made the righteousness of God. To those who walk after the Spirit of God, live in a consciousness of righteousness, awareness of righteousness. Just not right. Just not pleasing to my Father. You might tell me it's okay, but my Spirit said no. Righteousness said no, it's not okay. Even the Spirit, the flesh and blood say everybody's doing it. Righteousness said no, not everybody's doing it. That's wrong. I thank God for the Spirit of Righteousness. Thank God there's so many spirits that God sent to help us. Legion and angel of spirit, this campground of believer. and we thank God. And let this go to the throne of grace once again. Father, we thank you for the inspiration of your Holy Spirit. We thank you for sending your son Jesus Christ to redeem us from the law of sin. That we might be made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And Lord, Thank you that you love us so much, God, that you want us to be righteous, live holy, so that we can receive all the benefits that you have prepared for us on earth. And we thank you, we give you glory, and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah.